Space. Space. The final frontier. The final frontier. It's been a long These are the voyages of the Starship Enterprise. It's continuing the These are the voyages of the Starship Enterprise. Hello, 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 and welcome to this episode of the Imaginary Movie Podcast, in which we will be discussing just random fucking Star Trek shit. Um, specifically, we are titling this uh, spin-off series uh, Star Trek After. Duck. <laughs> My name's David. Um, uh, I'm Sam. <laughs> I'm Joe. It sounded like you forgot your name for a minute there. So <laughs> yeah, really, really fantastic, uh, fantastic coming in bits there, guys. I was trying to think of something funny, and my brain went, "Nope." So I'll just go with my name. That's the uh, <laughs> way of doing it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we we we're, we're doing it. We are branching out, and we're just going to say. <laughs> Fuck you, listener. We want to talk about Star Trek, and we're going to do that unstructured, explicit, explicit in your face, super explicit. Get fucking uh-huh. ready with your mop because the holodeck's about to get <laughs> jizzy. <laughs> and so we'll never release this. That is the actual probably reality. This is just for us. We'll just listen to this on repeat constantly. It's great. <laughs> just just like our, our usual podcast. That's right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What's our theme then? What are we kicking off with? Because we're going to have a little bit of structure. We're just going to have a tiny little bit of structure at the start, just to get us going, just to get the well, juices flowing. We had a discussion the other day. Uh, we were offline, of course, so if you work in the corporate world, you'll understand that. We took it offline. We had a, we had a, just a little powwow. Um, bit of FaceTime. Bit mm-hmm. of FaceTime. Um, not Apple FaceTime, though. Apple Payers. <laughs> yeah. um, and we talked about, like, we talked about Star Trek. And one thing on Star Trek that we always talk about and we always malign and make fun of and fucking love, by the way, is the holodeck. Like, the holodeck oh. is this thing in Star Trek that both ruins and embiggens the series. Um, <laughs> yes, that's right. I'm going to continue to use made up Simpsons words forever. Come at me. Perfectly cromulent word. Perfectly perfectly cromulent cromulent. word. Um, So we're going to talk a bit about the holodeck episodes. Uh, We're sort of basing this on like a list of, you know, the top 10-ish list of holodeck episodes uh, spanning TNG, DS9 and Voyager largely. Um, I think because they don't have a holodeck on on Enterprise, uh, in Star Trek Enterprise or in the original series. Um, Poor bastards. And I couldn't fucking tell you about Discovery. Poor Horny bastards, or Kirk's all right. Don't worry about that. Kirk, Kirk um, just had to like work his way through every alien in, in the galaxy. Yeah. It was and fine. Captain Archer really needs to take out some of his latent aggression on sex, as opposed to just making war on <laughs> anyone he comes across without authority. Um, so we're going to get into this a little bit. We're going to talk about some of our favourite episodes. Um, spoilers, obviously, for all of Star Trek made in the nineties. Um, but again, fucking our metrics tell us nobody fucking listens to our Star Trek episodes. So this is kind of just for us. Just for us. So I'm going to kick us off. I'm going to go straight in there. I'm going to say what we're all thinking, which is the holodeck is just for sex, isn't it? It's just for sex. That's all we're here for. There is no other purpose other. I than... I mean, they pretend they pretend otherwise. You know, they have like no. you know, They have they have Janeway with Da Vinci and her like That's being a sex. governess and stuff. Nah, it's still about sex, Joe. You know. It's just more elaborate than that. No, it totally is. Um, but you know, they try and pretend it's otherwise. That's what I'm saying. 
and it's one of those things that we we we, we see a little bit in TNG. There's like the there's the you know the not it's not riser but you know they they have like those bits those programs that Geordie's mostly made up um this Geordie and well, Barkley have a a um, hollow porn club for sure like they're sure. swapping they're swapping data files but what yeah. I what I what I always appreciated was when DS9 because it's got the the the, the, the horny dirty Ferengis there they just leaned into it entirely and just, just said yeah. just like to mention as well that it's not actually hollow decks in DS9 it's hollow suites and because they are run it's for profit central. by Quark. So by like, Quark. oh yeah, yeah, the sex pods. Yeah, sure. I mean, oh the hollow sweets. Hollow sweets. It sounds more, you know, it's just oh a sweet. I could just lie back and and let the photons just do their thing. Yeah. Mm. But <laughs> let's let's start um, conversely uh, with maybe the kind of like. So talking about the holodeck, we're first kind of introduced to the holodeck in the next generation. Um, yeah. And I could be wrong, but I think it's it might be mentioned before. But the first big one is elementary dear data. Um, mm-hmm. Is it not? I could be wrong, and if I am, fuck it, who cares? Um, <laughs> it's it's probably one of the main the first ones where it's like the. It's a holodeck episode. Like, like the main, it's it's the main part yeah. of the actual story. Yeah, um, it's certainly it's the first. Earlier. The holodeck has gone rogue episode, which then I don't know, every I don't know time the holodeck in is in it, it goes rogue. The Barkley uh, one might come first. I can't Elementary Dear Data episode. is a season two episode because Pulaski's in it. Um, yeah. So I don't think it's the first holodeck episode, Joe, but it's certainly the first holodeck gone rogue episode. Can I tell you when the first holodeck episode is? And we're gonna love this. The first appearance of a holodeck in Star Trek came in Star Trek the Animated Series. Of course, there it is. So in that um But episode wasn't it just for Joker, sex in that? There's a, it's it's called the recreation room where McCoy, Sulu and her are trapped inside by the ship's computer. So straight from the beginning. Straight from the beginning, we get the holodeck malfunctioning, and that is that's the beeline that goes through the entire holodeck. Fucking yeah. law, isn't safety, it? Safety, safety protocols just don't exist. Why? Oh God. So let's actually let's talk about the holodeck as a thing, right? So the holodeck is essentially like a, it's a re- incredibly advanced hmm? entertainment. It's for like yeah, rest relaxation, but it's like, entertainment. But what it uses is it uses holographic technology that you can touch and feel and interact with it uses holographic technology to basically like create this world around you in a relatively small space like it's kind of a sci-fi sort of like standard thing really um you know from older sci-fi or it's a it's in you know you're thinking like a lot of like uh, cyberpunk stuff where you, or you plug yourself into the web and you do this but you're just in a room and it's seamless it's, and, like, it's, a like, lot it's of the next Trek step stuff. up from like it's the next step up from virtual reality because as opposed to just being like looking like you're there, you can actually interact with everything as well. Yeah, man. Like no one wants no one wants to be strapped in a chair having an orgasm. You mm-hmm. want to be walking around, obviously. Like it's just. I mean, just some people want to be way. strapped into a chair. Some people want to be strapped into a chair having an orgasm, Dave. Joe, whatever you get up to on weekends is your business. But I just wish you'd stop bringing it up on the podcast. <laughs> And the holodeck will provide exactly that. Whatever you yes. want, there, there's a hollow suite. There's a hollow program that uh, Geordie's been working on that's perfect for you. Mm. But but the holodeck, the big the big thing with the holodeck is that it isn't VR. It isn't like, oh, it isn't a computer program. These things will kill you. There is a, mm-hmm. for some reason, like, totally, like, unsecure, like, kill setting in these holodecks, <laughs> which I can't imagine why they would need, but there's, like, a 
turn the safety protocols off so that we can be murdered by these, be, you know. <laughs> well, the, 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 it goes back to the science, isn't it? Because basically, this is this whole deck is like it's it's light. That's how it works. It's bending light and it's photons brought together, and I think they use like magnetism or something to to, to give things physical properties. So you can hold someone's hand, you can pick up an object, whatever else. Who knows really how that's working? But this thing of there being like death on the whole deck, I just I never understand it. I never understand it. I think it's one of the the what weirdest it is, things. Sam, is that it's not even that. It's like it's like it's like a porn blocker. It is an like a a child's it's like a child safety switch in a car it's something that has been added to the holodeck to stop it killing mm-hmm. you it's not something that like all right well maybe we should allow it to kill people in these special circumstances no they had to add like a safety control like oh maybe we shouldn't let this holodeck just murder people <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah maybe not maybe i mean i'm yeah, not 100 percent on that but it's that yeah, thing that keeps coming back every single time doesn't it is that mm-hmm Someone, you know, somebody either maliciously takes over or or even the holograms figure it out. Or even in an episode of Voyager, someone lasers a command, uh, a console on the wall that's got, you know, the ship console. And that, just shooting it, just shooting the terminal causes <laughs> causes the safety protocols. Yep. To, uh, to or they off. go through a nebula, or there's a solar flare, or... Basically, oh, it's there's a character. Easy... Oh, there's a character that's no longer alive that's managed to like program over an existing exactly. program. Exactly, it is. Like, it is as easy yeah. to turn off the safety protocols by accident in the holodeck as it is to hack into Data's core programming and make him evil, which also happens pretty much every week. <laughs> yeah. um, that's a future episode, of course, because there's... that will be longer than this discussion. <laughs> there's also the um, there's also the fact that the hollow so, so the, the characters themselves that you create in the hollow suites or hollow decks don't actually realise that they are holograms because um, there's a few times that that kind of comes up and they actually think that it's, it's real life sort of thing so they don't realise that they are holograms um, yeah and so you know how terrifying is that the first example how of that terrifying the first good example of that as I said is elementary did data which is an episode yep. where and this is actually makes some sense so they're using the holodeck to, to live out Sherlock Holmes mysteries, which again, mm-hmm. perfect. You've got this Arthur Conan Doyle books that you just you just press scan and the computer's like, right, I can do that, no problem. So we have a previous a Sherlock- episode, by the way, as well. Well, we previous episode. Yes. We, we have done, done this. Yeah, me and Dave, yeah. me and Dave um, did this. Yeah. So like the 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 big thing in this episode is that like the reason the holodeck goes rogue is actually probably one of the most believable reasons that the holodeck goes rogue, and it's that. Geordie tells the computer to make a program that can beat Data, who is like mm-hmm. an all-powerful like android who has absolutely no firewall or virus protection, but he's an all-powerful android and he's very clever. So, in order to create a create a computer program capable of beating Data, oh, no. the computer my, the my, computer my has to has to, to create has sentient beings. The computer literally. Can, can create life, literal sentience, <laughs> in order to beat this beat beat this robot. And Moriarty manages to like realize that all he has to do is like display. All he has to do is say display arch computer display arch, and the arch appears that like controls the program. And here we get a massive inconsistency, which pisses me off, is that they can walk around the ship, I think, and then and then 
they no, wreck on that no. afterwards. No, he um, can't. He can't walk around the ship in the first one. That's the second on episode, second, and he still can't walk around can. the ship, Sam. That's like a hologram within a hologram to fuck with you, the viewer, yeah, and to make Moriarty it's, it's really... think that he has been able to get out of the holodeck. Right, so he's um, just yeah. walking around. Wow, Voyager's wow, the one yeah, that so kind of it... messes with the holo technology because we have the Doctor who's also a hologram, and they kind yeah. of like mm-hmm. they established Mobile that. Meta. Exactly, mm-hmm. but in this in this episode, it's kind of like a, it's a good it's a good reason why the holodeck's gone like murdery, um, mm-hmm. and he comes back in the second episode because they promise to keep looking into the technology and try and find a way for him to be able to leave the holodeck. Um, and effectively, they do none of that because obviously they're like, "This is just a hologram. Who gives a fuck?" Uh, and he comes back and manages. File. He manages to take over. He manages to take over the ship effectively so, um, so, on this second episode, um, so and then. This- Sorry, go on. The way I was going to say, the way they manage to get round it in the end is they basically get like a a really high data, um, high memory like cube, effectively, and they put his memory into this cube, so he thinks he's actually escaped, when actually he hasn't. He's living in this cube, and they're like, "Well, that cube not run out of memory? Oh no, it's got like one trillion billion terabytes of gigabytes of data that'll go on for hundreds and thousands of years." Could we not just turn him off? Like, is there not an off switch? Because because oh, they can race. say computer and oh, program. Oh no, this file's corrupted. Like, um, <laughs> control alt delete. Anyway, anyway, I realise this, this is, is a YouTube video actually, and I'm doing like <laughs> just doing mine. This is irrelevant because really, let's go back to what the whole deck's about. It's a, it's about fucking. This is a, this is the reason that that I think the whole deck was invented. It's the reason that it, it perpetuates. And these, let's not forget. Let's not forget. Starfleet, they are the stuffiest of stuff shirts. They are the elite of society who have got science training and they're very serious about everything. And actually, everyone else, everyone else is using is not using this to to Sherlock Holmes cosplay. I mean, that's the kind of the second episode you get that's kind of like this in TNG. You've got um Broccoli, who's like this really awkward character who doesn't really fit in with anybody, really nervous, doesn't like talking to people, and it turns out he has this um, um, holodeck program where all the all of the other um, people within TNG are there, but he's like this hero who like, and they're all like dickheads, and he has a thing for Troy. Um, so he basically oh, has are you him telling like me, this hero are you telling me her. this man hasn't spent fucking four hundred hours intricately designing. Deanna Troy's hollow body. Oh, he absolutely. Well, do you think the ship yes. has like imprints and he can just no, be like the ship has ship, a database? Ship program. So Deanna actually, Troy. The, the actually, ship dematerializes it, it, it people regularly. Yeah. It knows every single pubic hair, and it's going it actually. It's, um, it kind of comes up in DS9 later, so there's an episode that kind of explains for the Hollow Suite, um, because there's an alien that wants to have sex with Kira, um, and obviously she's not willing to do that, so he pays Quark a stupid amount of money to get a copy of um, Kira in the Hollow Suite, but she refuses to stay a stand for a scan. She has to be scanned to be able to do a projection in a Hollow uh-huh. Suite. So the entire episode, Quark spends trying to scan her without her realising she's been scanned um, because she refuses to be put in one because she knows what she's going to be used for, effectively. That is, that is fucking bleak, <laughs> isn't it? I mean, talk it about, is. like, that's, that is some serious consent issues. About- yeah, yeah, but it only comes up in DS9 because Quark isn't part of Starfleet. Are you telling me Broccoli can't fucking find a back door to that and be like, oh, look, it's the transporter yeah. logs. Oh, Chief well, O'Brien, I bought you this bottle of whiskey. Shall we have a drink? And then, oh, I'll just uh, steal all of these files. Yep, great, fantastic. Oh, Riker has a massive dick. Yep, I'll have that. I'll have all of that. <laughs> you know? 
<laughs> there's a bit in the Voyager where Janeway is is designing her perfect man, and this this lovely Irish brogue, and and, it, and she's literally like, um, add stubble, increase stubble by five percent. Mm, no, no, dial back three percent, and then she's like, you know, make 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 him ten years older, uh, make him five years younger, and like, you know, literally custom designing this man to be more or less aggressive and to change his appearance and to really just get into like the 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 a, a type of genetic design which I think is is rather disturbing, and it does make me think. So if everyone's either cosplaying or um or having sex. Maybe those two are the same thing, to be honest. Like, the, you basically the have to assume, really... Sam, that this technology existed for long enough for like people to get it out of their system. Like, you presume, <laughs> yes, no one's getting out. Of their you system. presume, Sam, there was like a a period of forty or fifty years when the holo technology was introduced, where like the human race was nearly wiped out because there was no ro- ro- procreation and like Don't the government had to date. Robots. The government had to step why, in. And, and why try like, and actually like make a relationship with an actual human when you can create a human who literally can't not absolutely one hundred percent fucking plug me into the holodeck who literally can't not have sex with you because you program them to so, exactly so, do so that. That's, yeah, there's just there's so much dodginess. I think that the real like the real thing with the holodeck is that blur lines between reality and. And, and this fictional world that people can create. Um, Seven does the same thing as Barclay with Chakotay. And, like, they get, like, it's a bit of a deep relationship. And I think she's basically learning how to have, you know, uh, um, conversations with people. And <laughs> with also your immediate superior. Oh, my God. Conversations. I mean, the whole thing. The whole thing. And, it, and again, it does point to, does, does everyone know this is happening? You know, well, is this is this really going on? And no, and they it, don't because it is a bit taboo. We get like, quite a lot of that from Barclay in yeah. TNG. We yeah. have the fucking famous Geordie LaForge who really wants to get laid for the entire of TNG. Uh, the episode where he creates like a hollow version of a famous scientist to help him mm-hmm. resolve this problem, and then wouldn't you know that scientist turns up to like you know actually help with the problem and he's like oh my god and she's nothing like the hologram and then it's, it's a different she's it's in a the holodeck and guess who should appear but her fucking sex bot hologram and she is yeah. aghast that geordie has been it's two it's two she very knows, different episodes she knows what geordie's been doing with this hologram she fucking knows it, it's two different episodes so there's the episode where they're trying to like figure out how to fix this problem and she created the engines or designed the engines on on yeah mm-hmm. um, that's right on Enterprise, um, and so she helps him out of that. They're like, you know, he falls in love with this hologram, and then like another couple of seasons later, she comes onto the ship, and he thinks that like because of the hologram, he thinks that she's like the perfect woman for him, and it turns out she's like the complete opposite. She's like really moody, and she's already married, <laughs> and, um, and and not interested and married. Yeah. So um, Dave, then, you're pretty. Go on, sorry, Gonjo. Yeah. So so then it turns out that she like goes onto the holodeck and finds this program where he's been having sex with her. Um, and she's like, the fuck, man? So your prediction, Dave, that we've society and uh, has got it out of their system, completely unfounded. Absolutely <laughs> not the case. That's not what happened. And it's not just about sex. There's other examples. Probably the worst example, probably the, mon- the one that, that is just so insane and crazy. It's a Voyager episode. It's a Doctor episode. It's the episode where 
the doctor creates a family again to practice his life and to get you know conversation going and it's lovely it's idyllic it's 1950s housewife you know he's greeted at the door with dinner his kids are perfect so what does what does um you know uh, torres do turns up says fuck this you you know i'm I'm quite rightly this is not a realistic life and, and no one lives like this makes the wife less you know busier less interested the kids are outrageous and then she and then she goes a step too far. She kills one of the kids. She kills one it's, his daughter. It's worse than killing the kid. She she has has her have like this really big accident. And he's obviously a doctor in this family as well. Like in this family world, he's a doctor, and he has to operate and try and save his own daughter who's had this terrible accident, and fails. So he then goes, "Fuck this shit! I don't want this." Leaves before dealing with it, and gets lectured by Tom Paris about how he can't just leave but, this holographic. Joe, family but it's horrific he, he because can. it's horrific it would be horrific if he was a crew member he's also a fucking hologram <laughs> yeah he's a hologram who, who, who just wanted to improve his bedside man- manner that was exactly. literally all he did it for it developing his emotional skills and it's it's that just thing it's that thing of like they're obviously that obviously this is fucking it's all bollocks tv written by people but there isn't, there isn't, doesn't seem to be that that kind of like structural etiquette about what's acceptable and what's not. Is it okay to kill your co-worker's family even though they're not real? Like I don't mourn for oh, just playing Assassin's Creed Origins. The, the the kid dies in that. Yeah, it's sad, but I'm not going away thinking, oh my god, it's grief stricken. But this is, but, but I think the whole deck pushes everything so far that it's it goes beyond reality. And I mean, that's pretty fucking dark. That's to then to then dark. actually like literally have Tom Paris lecture him about how he can't leave it there and he has to go and deal with his emotions and stuff like that. No, he doesn't. One, like Dave mentioned, the big one, he's a fucking hologram himself. Number he two, he should be more traumatized. Holo- yeah, the hollow <laughs> the hollow deck is about having fun, rest, and relaxation, not yeah. fucking trying to operate on your critically injured daughter who's about to die. Just um, got to turn my <laughs> Xbox off. There we go. That's the end of my my like. I'm not having. To, I'm not dealing with that shit. Come no, on. Exactly. Yeah. Come on. So tapped. it's, and of course he does go back and he deals with it with his family, um, and it's just it's a completely strange episode, and I don't really know what they were going for with it. No. Um, yeah. The and other one actually episode episode of DS Nine or a couple of episodes of DS Nine I was going to bring up. So in the last couple of seasons they create a character called Vic Fontaine, who is um, kind of like a, a bluesy kind of jazz singer. He's a lounge um, singer, though. Yeah. Um, casino singer and like first to begin with you're like fair enough you know they like listening to this kind of music they're just a nice place to spend but gradually as he kind of comes in more and more episodes he becomes like a almost like the the, the crew's kind of go-to person for their troubles and he's there like solving all of the issues for the crew and he gets like an increased status amongst them which is really really odd but then one of the characters um nog um gets injured during um the fight um and ends up losing his leg um, and even though they can recreate his leg, um, because you know they have the ability to do such a thing, he has a bit of a limp and uses a stick. So when he comes back to um, DS9, he like really struggles to kind of come to terms with it. And instead of dealing with it, they let him move onto the hollow deck with Vic Fontaine, and they're like living in Vic this this apartment. They're going on like trips to San Francisco and things, and they're going on like you know days out, weeks out, and he's spending days and days there. You know, it's this really weird situation where he's like living and, an entire life on the hollow suite. And it just underlines that you know, 
all of us would just fall into that <laughs> hole. We would just fall into the hole where we are, we are more liked, more intelligent. You know, we can go anywhere we want. We can do anything we want. We can have sex with anyone we want. Like the whole situation would be complete. You wouldn't. Why would you leave that? Why would you leave that? And then mm-hmm. the episodes later on with Barkley and his hollow addiction. You know, like is is just is is i'm surprised that the entire crew isn't just constantly in the holodeck yeah because it is getting part, away from a lot of that as well life. we have the bias of like well how how accessible is this technology to your average like federation citizen as opposed to mm. obviously we learn on quarks that like it's quite an expensive technology they only have three holo suites i think and like it mm-hmm. we get underlined it time and time again that it's expensive starfleet like have the most bath? okay <laughs> Kind of, yeah, uh, Starfleet the, have them as the, like a sides. as like a training or an R and R type thing. Um, there were a couple of episodes I wanted to talk about. I mean, we talked about obviously like you know the more serious like oh are holograms real? Um, the ones I really enjoy are the ones where holograms are not real and it's just like an adventure we can go on. Mm. Um, so the big one and Joe, you want to close your ears in Voyager uh, the, with the Herogen, um storyline. Um, basically, we get we get a great bit where uh, the crew of Voyager are like captured, uh, brainwashed, and put into a holodeck simulation where they are French resistance fighters in World War Two, and these aliens are all Nazis, and basically these God. aliens are hunting the crew, but the crew don't know they're the crew. They think they're French resistance fighters, and it's like, yes, Joe. yes, yes, and yes. You have so much to look forward to. I mean, this is just one of these. The and it's two episodes, isn't it? I think it's two. Yeah. Fantastic episodes of Voyager, perfect escapism, and they had loads of World War Two um, costumes. So what you know what what they're going to do with them? There's a massive World War Two bit set being built next door in the Paramount Studios. We've got to use that. We have no money left, so we're gonna we're gonna exploit that and we're gonna use those. It's just great. It's brilliant. And it does and allow you to do anything. And we have like all those. There's uh, several like mobster like episodes with Picard, where he's like a hard boiled detective. And like again, mm-hmm. like moving away from the obvious, like it would just be fucking the most depraved thing in the world. Like the, the TNG crew use it to like. You know, uh, Data likes Sherlock Holmes mysteries, so he does Sherlock Holmes mysteries with Geordie. Um, Picard, he likes doing these like private, hard boiled detective. detective in yeah. like, you know, Vegas or in New York and the mafia. And like, he really enjoys that noir like story. So he goes in, he's the detective. And like, we get a great thing where it's, we've never seen it before, but like, you know, one of the characters comes up to him and goes, Hey, honey, you're looking for some company? Like, obviously knowing him, and he goes, not tonight, love, because there's another crew member with him. And it's like, you know, that's the classier, like, oh, not tonight, but I'll fucking go to it. Yeah, I'll, I'll be back. The, the, the other thing is that you often see other people accessing other people. Uh, you, you see characters accessing other people's holo programs, which seems to me like that's not password that's not thing. protection. The big, the big, no. the big thing one that should be possible. big example of that one is actually in Voyager, where um, they suddenly find this um, program where, um, like the the so in Voyager, you've got the 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 crew of a ship from who were a group of Marquis uh, and um, the actual Federation starship, um, and the, somebody's created this program where um, the Marquis decide to like take over the ship. Oh, yeah. um, and effectively, the crew find this, and they all like try and find a way to like beat the program. 
um, and find a way to like save the ship from the Marquis takeover and things. And it's all fine. Like they're all doing this. They're all like trying to figure out who it is. It turns out um, Tuvok um, was the one who created the program as like a training exercise. All going smoothly. Everyone's trying to like figure out. They try and like create an ending to it because they get to a certain point and realise that it's not never been made. And then, then it turns out that Seska, who died like the end of the last season or something like that, who was um, a marquee character in the show and then kind of turned evil, um, turned out she was Cardassian and like went over to um, the cave. It's a whole thing. It's died. A whole thing. But anyway, she, basically she found this program that um, Tuvok had created and decided that she was going to use it to destroy the ship. So she wrote an ending to this program whereby her character took over the entire ship switched off the safety protocol so she could kill crew members, stopped it from being able to be deleted. You couldn't alter the ending in any way, so they had to die, basically, and you couldn't turn it off. You couldn't get out of the hollow deck. Um, <laughs> so the, one person was able to program this, like the, the, the program that was designed by Tuvok, and just like completely destroy the Voyager, basically. Obviously, they managed to get out of it, but... Um, Once again... Yeah. There should be no circumstance in which the safety, <laughs> safety protocols can be turned off, especially by you it, know. It shouldn't, like, shouldn't be a thing. Shouldn't be a thing. Like you should not be able to turn off safety protocols. There's no reason for you to do so. There's endless. Absolutely. There's endless safety protocols being turned off. We get a lot. There's a DS9 <laughs> episode as well where um, Bashir's doing a, uh, like a James Bond type uh, adventure by himself, and then suddenly that other crew, Kira's there, and other crew members are there, and he's like, "Oh shit! Everyone's getting involved in my." Fucking like total like 007 sex mission, um, and then it turns out there's been an accident with the transporter, and all of the crew are like, don't realise that they're you know they're just in the holodeck, and of course the safety yeah. protocols have been turned off because of this accident. So of course everyone's like, so again it's like, fucking every time the fucking first line on the first page of the user manual should be like, please proceed with caution, safety protocols only in beta testing. They regularly fail four or five times a week. Yeah, yeah. Of, based on what we. It's and yet they always act like the, as as unreliable as transporter technology, which we'll get into. Yeah, on a they always act so course. surprised. They they always act so surprised when it goes wrong. They're like the hollow deck that never happens. It happens yeah. every week. You should well, be careful. Yeah. You should have a drill. Can we put some thermal shielding around the computer for the holodeck? Because like <laughs> every time we go through a nebula, like four crewmen are viciously murdered by Al Capone. Class five uh, force fields, you know. Like let, let's do something. Yeah. Uh, um, there we go. I think. I think we. Are we, we going to get into? Um, are we going to discuss cleaning protocols, or do we think that's too far? Oh, I think that's. Really, <laughs> I think. I'm I sure think. I have. I have a. I have a theory here. I have a theory that the whole holodeck is designed to basically like. You know, there are flamethrowers that come out of the wall and just yeah. incinerate like a self any oven. organic matter that's left in this thing. Like, it's designed to just be cleaned with flames um, every every yeah. time. I always want to know, how do they walk? Because they walk, you know, they see it as a fixed cube and they walk, they, they physically walk places and you think eventually you're going to hit, you're going to hit the edge of the room. And, like, how does that work? How does that work? Is the computer I kind of like rooting people the around? floors like gimbaled so that it's like a treadmilly, so that you don't you you really like stay. You never see it. You never you see never it. Never see it. It's Fucking part of the magic, and again, go. like it's a TV show. So the program apparently a... manipulates the simulated environment to keep people from underneath the walls by accident. Well, there you go. Yeah. That's ex so. That, so, that, but that's impossible. That means you can't have a hallway that's longer than 
the length of of the um of the physical holodeck like there's lots of there's lots of confusing things in there i mean a you know a straight road would have to have a bend somewhere or have no roman roads in the holodeck Sam. no roman roads no <laughs> the, right. the, but there are like there are apparently like funny bits as well so like when they talk about like hollow matter not persisting beyond the confines of the holodeck there's apparently an episode of um tng where like uh, wesley falls into a holographic st- stream and then he comes out of the holodeck and he's still wet <laughs> yes yeah, you're right. So it's about? kind of, it's it's basically like, it you know those you know those things at Disney. We want it you know to. the um, those things at Disney like the Honey I Shrunk the Kids thing, and you sit in the chair and like you get wet. Four D. Yeah, the three D, and you get there. It's like that. It's like that. It's just more. It's just more advanced. Just just liquids being sprayed at you, and liquids I'll let in you, the hollow deck. No, 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 no. I'll, no, I'll no. let you decide which liquids they are. Uh, there, there we go. Let's uh, let's leave it there for the whole deck. Let's leave it there on our uh, imaginary movie podcast after dark episode. I think we've we've plumbed the depths of something here. I'm not really sure. Yeah, Mostly feel like we just talked about half an hour. Hollow uh, sex, but we'll be but back. We'll be back next someday. time. We'll maybe discuss transporters. Yes, brilliant. Our friend Broccoli will be mentioned again. Um, and our friend Pulaski, the most enduring of Star Trek characters. <laughs> right, we'll see you next week.